Matthew 4, chapter, uh, verses 10 and 11. When you have it, just say amen. Amen. Then saith unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Amen. You may be seated. We, we use for a subject, amen, this morning uh, entitled, Not This Time. Not This Time. Father, we come before you in Jesus' precious name, standing behind this desk, not capable, not qualified, but Lord God, we know that you're able. As we humbly submit ourselves to you this morning, we ask that blessings be upon, Lord God, your word and upon your vessel. Father, I pray that you would give us the one word that makes preaching become easier, that word is called the anointing. We ask that, Lord God, that we would humbly decrease as you would increase yourself to speak to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Not this time. So I'm just going to talk here and, you know, yeah, we're just going to talk because, you know, I already know how it is. <laughs> and what not. You know what I mean, Gary? You just, just, just talk. You just gonna talk, man, because, yeah. Because, you know, preaching just ain't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. The, su the subject that we're gonna try to talk to you from <laughs> is uh, it's entitled, Not This Time. Okay, so y'all just go with me. Um, one of the, 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 the biggest uh, misconceptions, um, I'm going to talk, that uh, God's people don't compute correctly is the church experience. Because it's in this experience that God, he has always intended uh, for the use of ministry to develop his people and not just to develop them, but his intentions of ministry is to also bring out the best in them. The church, the worship experience even through its criticism, was designed by God to be the avenue he would use to not only reveal his identity, but part in establishing spiritual security and keeping his people, his people, tied to him. Behold, we have experienced major problems because the challenge now has become a disadvantage because the question becomes, how do you reach 
a people who have had their faith crushed by circumstances and situations that their heart was not strong enough to deal with. How do you reach a people who come up in bad environments that did not provide the teaching and the education about a God that people have not seen? How do you uh, reach a people that have sat back and watched poor church examples? Y'all not going to talk to me. Which has killed the influence of church in people's lives. What we have to understand is that when you understand the enemy, the devil's intentions and his primary focus uh, is using all of his energy on killing the communication that we have with God. Therefore, making people communicate, I feel like preaching this thing, with things that stalls out their destiny. But I just come to say to you that when a person has fulfilled, or I should say have fully reached uh, its spiritual maturity, uh, uh, what has happened in your first time mm -hmm, uh, does not happen a second time. If I got a witness in the house, put your hands together and let's give God a praise. Uh, so as I proceed open up this text, you will find that the very first name that was mentioned by Matthew in this chapter was the name Jesus. And this name that was given over every name, the Bible says, by which all men, they have to be saved by this name. It was the first example that we pay attention to that taught us the first thing about living holy. It behooves you to find in this world that so many people, I feel like preaching, uh, that struggles with an identity crisis because people who never took time to know themselves have become guilty of following people who don't line up with the laws of God. But Jesus, who is the first and the last, he becomes the only example that's worth following because he's defeated sin. He didn't struggle with it. He overcame death. He was not a victim of it. He, be die, he defied the devil and was not influenced by it because Jesus was the only person, amen, that we should be following. So it is now we find that Jesus who is being God and is known to work after the counsel of his own will. He shows the power of humility by submitting himself to be led by the Spirit. You will find that it's one thing to be a follower, but it's another thing when you're godly being led. People who have no sense of self-esteem and direction in life become victims of being in the wrong place with the wrong people involved with the wrong things. But when you learn how to be led, you have learned how to listen to the spirit inside of you that will keep you from shipwrecking your life and those who are around you. Can somebody shout? 
Um, so uh, it's right. I feel the preach coming back. So it's right through here that I'm looking at the place where the spirit would lead him. Uh, the Bible says that the destination that he would be led to where we end up being in the wilderness. Uh, it becomes a known fact that the people of God needs to understand, preach Damon, uh, that your worship is not authentic uh, until it has been divinely tested. Y'all don't want to have no church uh, because God even heard through Peter uh, that he would be sold on the ministry of Jesus uh, only to deny him three times before the cock had crowed. Uh, but when you have truly met Jesus in your life, uh, then your attitude becomes uh, it doesn't matter where I end up uh, because my uh, location uh, has no effect on my presentation. Uh, and because God has been too good to me, uh, I don't need a rock to cry out. Uh, I can praise him all by myself. Somebody shout hallelujah. Uh, it is now that the Bible would describe where temptation would derive from uh, because the Bible says that he would be tempted of the devil. Uh, what the child of God has to understand, preach Damon, uh, is that temptation would never come from God uh, because he has no desire to keep his people from being successful. Uh, but temptation is designed uh, to keep the believer distracted uh, so that they can never get to the blessing uh, that God has already created to happen in your life. So if I can just get past the temptation, uh, then I can get to my manifestation uh, of what God has already ordained to happen in my life. Uh, because to be tempted uh, is a sign uh, that the next chapter in your life uh, is greater than the current chapter uh, you are currently in. Uh, you ought to tell somebody, uh, don't mess up your next chapter. I feel like preaching. We can see now the formula of overcoming temptation because the Bible informs us that the tempter would now come. It is hard to understand that the best way to keep yourself from falling out of favor with God is to keep yourself from the places and things that will pull your weaknesses out of you. I come to tell the church uh, that a radio cannot work if it is not plugged into a socket. Uh, and if a child of God wants to stay strong in this way of life, uh, if you want to stay strong in the Lord, uh, you've got to learn how uh, to continue to be unplugged. Uh, because my relationship, uh, it runs on God. Uh, it runs on his power. Uh, it runs on his anointing. Uh, it runs on his church. Uh, it runs on his word. Uh, not mine. Uh, Somebody shh. Oh, God. Let's take 30 seconds and let's just give God a praise. So it is now, I feel the old father's anointing, that we witness how strategic the devil is. Because upon his approach to Jesus, he would use a word that has tripped up all kind of believers who just got started in the Christian walk. He said, if thou be the son of God, it becomes important for the child of God to understand that one word can't trip up the word because Jesus is the word and the word was in him which the word was came by him and the word that 
God gave him. He had the power to ignore one word because it was in him. And that was greater in he that was in him than he that was in the world. And some of you need to tell the devil that you're going to need more than just one word for me to pack up and give up on God. You're going to need more than one just temptation to make me to pack up and give up on God. You're going to need more than one rumor to make me pack up and give up on God. If I'm standing in the house with some sold out people, you ought to shout somebody say preach boy because I feel an anointing this morning so it was right through here that the devil would try to mess with Jesus priorities by telling him that you must turn these stones into some bread an attempt to make Jesus put his natural priorities over his spiritual ones you will find who don't have their spiritual priorities straight are always the ones who have to make things happen for themselves. But when you got full of the Holy Ghost, it will push you into take top priority. And then you can tell the devil that because my priorities are straight, I'm led into my blessings. I don't have to create them. I'm led by the Spirit. I don't have to make stuff happen myself. I'm led by the power of God. He's already created things to happen in my life. I don't have to create nothing for myself. Somebody shout hallelujah. It was in the first proposition. I feel lost. That was clearly, clearly understand that Jesus was on a 40-day fast because it was his intentions to kill all of the lust that would arise in the flesh. Because the Bible declares that in the flesh, the well's no good thing because the flesh can't respond to the devil unless it is dead. The reason why people can't control and give in to their urges is because they never learn how to kill their flesh. Your soul got saved, but your flesh is still alive. That's why we give in. That's why we lose heart. That's why we lose faith, because the flesh is still alive. That's why we get caught up into illicit things around illicit people, because the flesh is still alive. But I wonder if I got one worshiper who will testify in the house that one day of pleasure huh, ain't worth a lifetime of recovery huh, and I gotta be a murderer huh, in 2020 huh, and kill my flesh huh. somebody shout hallelujah Somebody shout glory. It becomes clearly conclusive that Jesus was not intimidated because he would respond back with words that came straight from God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is why the Bible requires for the people of God to make some noise. All ye lands, because it shows the devil and every force in hell that I'm not intimidated but what you bring to my face but when you learn how to use the tools to talk back to the enemy it confuses the enemy my worship talks back my praise talks back my shout talks back it's because it's in him that I live that I move and I have my being somebody shout hallelujah 
Oh, oh, it is now he, he would take Jesus on a pinnacle of the temple and try to confer coerce him to cast himself down and to commit suicide. But notice where he took him on the pinnacle of the temple. In other words, saints of God, he would psychologically challenge Jesus to think that even though you in the church, that the church is not really helping you. And you better off just taking your life. But when you learn not to tempt the Lord thy God, you can tell the devil that being messed up and in the church is better than being messed up with no God at all. And because at least when I'm in the church, I put myself in position for God to get me. You ought to tell somebody, stay in position because God is coming to get you. Stay in position. Because God huh, is going to deliver you. Huh? Stay in position. Huh? Shout yay! It's right through here that Jesus is lifted up again. And the devil, the Bible says, it showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory that came with them. And he would offer to give them to Jesus. It behooves the child of God to never take something that didn't come from God because it may be tied to something that will make you lose your dignity. Anybody who has shown you something first don't really own it but God doesn't have to show you anything because he already owns it and everything and because I'm a son of God I don't have to take nothing from the devil because God has already scheduled me to inherit it no good thing will I withhold from them that love the Lord somebody shout yeah somebody shout yeah and give God a praise It is here uh, that we see that the devil uh, tries to twist Jesus' intelligence uh, by trying to define the word worship. Uh, he feels that upon receiving material things uh, that this would provoke a person uh, to want to worship. Uh, but judging by Jesus' response, uh, he defines uh, what true worship is. Uh, worship uh, is not throwing your hands up uh, and trying to be deep. Uh, worship uh, is not the slowing down of music. Uh, but worship uh, is putting all of your energy uh, into God uh, because a believer knows that when you give your all to God he will use your worship to create a way out of no way he will use your worship to conquer the impossible he will use your worship to change your conditions tell your neighbor it's time to worship it's time to lift your hands oh ye people lift up your hands oh ye gates be lifted up the everlasting doors and the king and the king will come in shout yeah shout yeah shout The Bible says that 
Jesus, he was led into the wilderness and it was time that he had to face temptation and the enemy who would use Herod earlier would have to come back and try to do it himself. He would strategically attack Jesus in hopes to stop his universal ministry before it got started. He would attack him in the natural. That's why he mentioned bread. He would attack him in the mental. That's why he pushed for suicide. He would attack him in the financial. That's why he showed him kingdoms. But Jesus, who was about the father's business, had to be certified huh, to fulfill the mission huh, and if you can defeat the devil huh, you can defeat anything huh, and I come to tell huh, the child of God huh, you got to tell the devil huh, that no matter huh, what you bring my way huh, I'm already huh, certified huh, to succeed huh, certified huh, to be blessed huh, certified huh, to overcome huh, certified huh, to be delivered I don't need no bread because I tasted and I saw that the Lord is good I don't need to commit suicide because I'm more than a conqueror I don't want your kingdoms because heaven and earth shall pass away but who I'm a part of will not pass when you certified you don't talk to no devil when you certified you don't need what he's given when you're certified the devil tries to ruin what's in you but you ought to tell that old devil I'm certified to be victory I'm certified to walk on water I'm certified to come out of hell I'm certified to raise up above my critics I'm certified shout yay conclusion you have to begin to understand that the dynamics of this chapter because what took place in Genesis chapter 3 was a repeat in chapter number 4 when the devil went after Adam with an offer he should have refused the devil would steal his faith he would steal his position he would steal his drive he would steal his joy he would steal his place in the family and thousands of years later he tried to repeat the same test with Jesus because he was the great I am because he was the lily in the valley because he's the expressed image of God it could not be done this time around and I come to tell you today every child of God that we cannot afford to let that devil get away with what he did in the first chapter you ought to tell that devil in the first chapter I lost my faith I lost my joy I lost my drive I lost my confidence because what the devil offered me in the first chapter I could not refuse because of where you were at that time 
there's a new year coming, huh? a new season coming, huh? a new seed coming huh? that will lead to new things. Huh? And you got to tell the devil, huh? I'm getting ready huh? to walk huh? in my new season, huh? walk huh? in my new chapter, huh? and I refuse huh? to take your offer. Huh? You got to that old devil, huh? not this time. Huh? I'm keeping my faith, huh? not this time. Huh? I have my hope. Huh? Not this time, I won't lose my drive. Not this time, not this time. Shout yeah! Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you would like to give to this ministry, you can do so via cash app, money sign restoration 08, or if you would prefer to send a check, you may send it to P.O. Box 18966, Fairfield, Ohio, 45018.